Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, The Conscious Kitchen. Hi, I'm Liz, a 21st century hippie who hugs my laptop as much as I hug trees. As a vegan for almost 10 years, I've been a leader in the animal rights movement. My obsession with all things eco-friendly sparked my career as a marketing consultant, where I connect sustainable brands with conscious consumers. Laura and I are great friends with a passion to uplift our generation. From cooking for celebrities to creating less waste or tips on mental health, Conscious Kitchen is your how-to guide for living with integrity in this wild, wild world. What's up, guys? I'm Laura, a modern-day Renaissance woman. For the past 12 years, I was a co-founder of the cult streetwear brand Dime Piece, but now I'm living in Madrid, Spain, experimenting curiously within the realm of food, wellness, and travel. I'm also helping people find their true potential through life coaching and mentorship. Liz and I magically met in LA and became the best of friends and roommates. We loved to cook and had consciously rich discussions in our kitchen. There was a vibe, a warmth, and magic that happened there. Conscious Kitchen is an extension of our heart-to-heart talks of comfort and connection. Hey guys, welcome to the Conscious Kitchen. We are recording our 11th episode today, and we have a very special guest. Today, we're speaking with Gracie Liu, who is a staple in our LA community when it comes to music, friends, and spiritual development. When you meet Gracie, she welcomes you with a warm hug and a smile and is usually gushing about the newest and latest wellness classes, health practitioners, or must-needed treatments around the city. When it comes to psychedelic plant medicine or mystical experiences, Gracie motivated me to try a 40-minute consciousness expansion, which was one of the most prolific mental experiences I've ever had in my entire life, all thanks to her, which we'll be discussing today. Now, she's becoming her own business entrepreneur in the snack industry and co-creating her own line of products called Atha Chips. Everyone, welcome Gracie Liu. Yay! Hi! Wow! Welcome! Thank you. What an introduction. Oh my goodness, I'm honored. (laughs) Conscious Kitchen Podcast, beautiful beings. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you here. Yes. Awesome. So, Gracie. We've been wanting to have Gracie on, on the podcast for a while. Gracie was one of the people that I think after we we had that one session here at the house, me and Laura were like, dude, we got to do the podcast. We're like, we need people to <laughs> yeah. just listen in on these conversations. And so, yep, now we have Gracie here. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Um, so Gracie, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. tell us about yourself. Yeah, tell us about yourself, Gracie. Oh, wow. So... Where do I begin? Where do I begin? (laughs) So I've been on this. um, Okay, let's start here. Once upon a time. (laughs) Um, You know, I had a really uh, interesting childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, I had a few really traumatic experiences in, in, in childhood that uh, shaped, you know, most of, of my life. And uh, um, you know, <clears throat> so I'll just tell you what happened actually, you yeah. know, because this is this is this is uh, really I think um, is this the what beginning, kind of the beginning beginning, yeah, to what um, kind of took me on, you know, the path that I'm on now. So mm-hmm. uh when I was like six years old, um, I was pulled out of my bed um, 
uh, by this this man pulled me out of bed, and I was just like, you know, not sure what was happening. You know, I heard all this like loud noise, and I just was thrown into my mother's arms, and I could just you know sense the 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 fear in her, and and I kind of took on uh, all of all of that fear, and I was like not sure what was happening, and. Um, my mother just whispered, oh, we're, we're, we're getting robbed in a home invasion robbery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just held on to me really tight and I could, this was all this commotion mm-hmm. and they just immediately, you know, put tape on my eyes and my mouth and, you know, like pointed a gun to my head and all I could just hear was my father, you know, screaming like, you know, shoot me, don't shoot my family, you know? And, 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 and that was just like terrifying and locked inside of my body. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, <clears throat> a few events played out. And then uh, what really happened was like my, we moved, but nothing was ever addressed. You know, I come from like a, a Taiwanese family. No one ever talked about no it. No one ever talked about it. It was just yeah. swept under the rug. Right. Wow. Like really. Yeah. Really, really, and, really. And, and and I don't mean to start you know this podcast really dark, but really when when it, it it it's it really is just we have these pivotal moments that really shape our lives, and this really, you know, now looking back was 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 that moment that was so profound. You know, I look back now, and it was I didn't even realize like how much of an impact it would make now, um, but it it. You know, because I was unable to express at that young age any of it, you know, what I was feeling um, mostly and just even a conversation about what what was even happening or what was going on. It was just total confusion. Um, Right. And so I wanted to basically, I was afraid of everything and I wanted to sleep in my parents' um, bedroom all the way until high school. And I just thought that was my norm. I, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't think anything about it. And so it wasn't until a friend of mine was just like, dude, you're, it seems like you're really stressed out, you know? Like, you have a lot of anxiety. Because I, then I started to get really, really an- anxious and develop, like, a obsessive-compulsive, you know? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it was like I wanted to control everything because it was, like, so chaotic and out of control. But I didn't know that that's what what it was. I didn't have like a name or anything. I just felt like, you know, um, I just just felt so confined. I didn't yeah. feel free, you know? And you know, sometimes when things yeah. happen when you're super young like that, they almost feel like they're not real. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I, I like detail. Yeah. It's like now I look back, like I like dissociated from my body, from myself, because I didn't feel safe yeah. here, here. So, yeah. Um, I think that happens a lot, a lot in trauma. Like our, tra- we try to, we tend to kind of block out those memories, you know. And right. um, Yeah, it's 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 devastating for for young kids because yeah, we don't know how to develop those thoughts, you know. Right. right. Yeah, and and it was yeah. it, it just uh, and when when there's not that space to be able to um, express and and share, like just talk about fear or just that I'm simply, you know, I'm scared. Um, 
you start to develop these conditions and patterns, you know, that mm-hmm. then run run the rest of your uh, of of your adult life, right? You know, right? And, and so, yeah. and, and so, all I knew was I just wanted it start to manifest in in OCD type kind of mm-hmm. um, manifestations, and so I, I I was just I need to be uh, there was like in, inside of me it was just like this impulse to free myself from that. You know, so I I, yeah. I I went the Western route and 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 did biofeedback, you know, and did I, I took antidepressants, you know, I took Z- everything, Xanax, everything you tried so, so, to do, right? So I did that. I did there, you know, um, and yeah, none of it, yeah, obviously none of none of it worked. You know, it's like with with the antidepressants, it just I just felt personally for me, um numb and then also and also and also sick Mm -hmm. you know and so I turned to then which feels like another lifetime of uh, ago I was partying a lot so I was going out Mm -hmm. like every night we were all partying a lot and just numbing (laughs) numbing myself but just like all (laughs) of it all of it staying up to you know and you're in LA this entire time yeah LA yeah in LA and and because I was out so much and 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 I think by nature, you know, I have a very um, outgoing person. I love meeting people. You, you know? love people. I love people. Yes. I love connecting with people. So <laughs> naturally it kind of, you know, like transitioned into like, oh, I'm throwing parties now. Right. <laughs> I'm here anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the part that's where so Laura awesome. says, you know, a staple in the LA. Yeah, yeah. So it's so funny, you know, like it was like during the the the, the prime of the electro scene and stuff, you know. yeah. And yeah, the good old days, the, 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 <laughs> the, those good old days. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Diplo oh, well, played, you know, at the, at our party when he wasn't even, like, you know, he was like, like up and coming. Still, still very up, up and coming. Up and, coming. Yeah. and so, yeah. so that was well, a lot. Of, yeah. A lot of my, my life, you know, then it's like, I just realized, oh my goodness, like what, you know, you were using partying to just kind of get your mind off of things. Yeah. Yeah. And then you came to that yeah. realization. That wow, there's yeah. gotta be there, there's gotta be more. Well, yeah. Well, Gracie, thank you so much for sharing that that part of your life because you know that's really rough. You know, yeah. and I know I'm sure you deal. We all deal with those type of parents and their generational stuff, and they sweeping it under the rug. You know, I feel like I'm kind of healing from that too. From just kind of, oh, everything's all right. Everything's all right. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, such a different time for parenting now, right? Because back then, yeah. it just yeah, it was, it just was like that. It just not talk about things, but yeah. But since you are, it seems like years and years of your healing journey, right? So, um, which is amazing. And so today we're going to be talking more about um, hallucinogenic plant medicines, and you kind of helped turn into that, right? After the after kind of the Western medicine didn't work, you kind of turned into more plant medicine, correct? Yeah. So I I started to my my. Um, sort of gateway was actually to all of it, to this world, right? Yeah. Um, the mm-hmm. inner world um, was actually Bikram yoga. <laughs> Bikram. Yeah. Yeah. Bikram yoga, surprisingly, was sort of my introduction to, whoa, like another accessing, you know. An, I, f- uh, I feel uh, the same uh, way. Another, I another feel the sex, same way. Yeah. Another state of, of, yeah. of, of consciousness. Yeah. Cause you're right? in there just in the yeah. heat yeah. with your body yeah. and yourself and your mind. And it was mostly the, the little five minute medit should be 10 minutes at the end, you know, um, 
yeah. meditation, you know. Yeah. But even that little bit, um, it just something something clicked inside. Like, whoa! After you know, doing doing the class and then having the little break at the end, the shavasana, um, it impacted me. I I was like, wow. I, I'm I'm experiencing this peace, and I'm not on drugs. <laughs> You know, right? Yeah. I mean, it was Just, at the time. It was it was so eye opening for me, yeah. and to taste that, you know, going back to just like the feelings, like like my my in my head, I was living in a prison, but on the outside, of course, I had the mask on that, like everything was 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 great, right? Um, and to be able to touch a little bit of that peace, right? Um. To explore, ex- explore um, that my that space, the, my 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 internal world. Um, it's interesting to actually like look back on the journey. Yeah, I'm sure because <laughs> um, so much one. has unfolded since since then. Um, but you know, um, I <clears throat> started to I met I met this teacher. Um, and went on 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 this very uh, transformational, impactful at the time, the most impactful trip to Bali, and it was just like a full on ten day, twelve day immersion. And when I came out of that, I felt like so much had unraveled. You know, it really kind of at that point, my life changed a lot, and. Um, Someone that I had met there in Bali was kind of whispering in, in my ear about you got it. You're ready for this. You got to do this. Uh, this medicine. And at that point, called, you hadn't you hadn't done any medicines, yeah. Five meo DMT. Um, I had done, you know, actually regular DMT. Okay. And then I had also done LSD. Mm-hmm. And I had um, quite a profound experience on both. That actually, at the time, the regular DMT really um, opened up, opened me up to a whole new world of of other dimensions that I, you know, just wasn't even. I didn't even know existed. Kind of. I mean, it was like it was wild. <laughs> and it, and 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 you know um, that and LSD also it um, it just brought me back into connecting with my own heart space. Mm-hmm. But I think all of that was in pre- preparation um, for I feel like for five meo. And so that's what happened in Bali. Well, no, after uh, there was no medicine in Bali. Oh. I was just my on my my spiritual path, like it kind of um, Bali as sort of is one of the significant moments that prepare me for for uh, the intensity I think of of five meo because mm-hmm. there was a lot of um, there was a lot of of layers that for me personally that had to uh, I'm looking back now peel you know before. Mm-hmm. Um, before experiencing to, to, before the five experiencing, MEO. yeah, five MEO to the extent that yeah. ha- it has impacted me, right? You know, um, Lauren, do you want to get into what 
because some people might not be aware of what 5-MeO is. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about what 5-MeO is? Um, 5-MeO is more port- way more potent than actual DMT. Researchers suggest it causes extreme serotonin reuptake and serotonin toxicity. It is naturally found in some species of toads, such as the Bufo alvarius toad, and may occur in certain plants. It's also produced synthetically. So, yeah, so that's if you guys don't have never heard of 5-MeO-DMT, that's kind of a little description about it. Yeah, and so these are, so all these things, LSD, 5-MeO, psilocybin, they are all psychedelic medicines, right? So yes. it, it, it it's it's just about looking inward and just having an out-of-body experience. So that kind of ties back into that. Well, I mean, what 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 sort of inspired me to do 5-MeO, just being completely honest, um, the facilitator, he told me, listen, this is the ultimate supreme awareness uh, that you will have an experience of. Why? Because it's the most powerful. And why is it the most powerful psychoactive? Because uh, basically you have a, um, a death of the ego. So a near a near death experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the physical body is is. It, you don't have a death of a physical body, but it's it's a, your identity, all the stories, your ego, who you are, um, is dissolved for at least twenty minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason it's so powerful. I mean, imagine even when you, when when you're meditating and you have a gap where there's no thought, right? Ten seconds, five seconds in that space. Um, time dissolves. There's nothing. It's just infinite, right? right? Imagine if you stretch that. Mm-hmm. to 20 minutes mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. what you could tap into right in the universal flow you're basically like all the filters are are completely gone you're out of body you have no um that's why it's so important i say to have a facilitator because um you come back i came back and you know i didn't even know what happened like it like as far as what was happening mm-hmm. to my f- physical body like if i was making sounds or you know any of that um yeah Yeah, i think it's always good to have a facilitator for things like ayahuasca and yes 5-meo i just think it's it's you just get more from the experience i just just think it's it's good to just have someone there yeah exactly yeah Um, so i think everybody always make sure that i think that you have a facilitator i just think it's safer that way and yeah Yeah. just go that route i'm gonna i'm gonna read a little description from um forbes about when mike tyson tried 5-meo for the first time um it said he said Mike Tyson, um, the former heavyweight champion of the world. He said it knocked him off his feet, profoundly changing his life. He said, "I came across this thing called the toad. I smoked the medicine, the drug, or whatever you call it. I've never been the same. I took my life differently." He said, "I look at people differently. It's almost like dying and being reborn. It's inconceivable." I tried to explain it to some people, even to my wife. I just don't have the words to explain it. It's like almost like you're dying, you're submissive, you're submissive, you're humble, you're vulnerable, but you're also inconceivable, still all in. So yeah, that was his descri- his description of taking 5MEO on the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think pow- I mean, it's power, it's spot on. I love I love hearing um people try and explain something that's unexplainable. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you, it's like seeing God yeah. for sure. I don't I don't know. Um you know, I Gracie kind of helped me, encouraged me to experiment with this ancient medicine. And I was going through such a, I was going through such a transition point of my life, kind of transitioning out of 
my business after 12 years and then moving to a new country for the first time. And thank God Rick Gracie told me about it. And my experience definitely was, was definitely very profound and um, mm. humbling. And Liz was there. Liz witnessed the whole, right. the whole, the whole yeah. session with oh, me. Held space for, for That's Laura. That's amazing. She held yeah, space for me. And um, it really kind of just, it really made you feel like a, the spiritual being that we all are really, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was, it was a uh, three, yeah, three, three sessions of different types of, of trying it. Um, you know, the vaporized dose of, of Bufo, um, and each experience was different. One was very traumatic, de- de- like s- dealing with my trauma in my childhood of my father. And then the second one was mm-hmm. me kind of not being able to express my creativity and understanding that I need to be a creative being and, mm-hmm. and not be fearful. It broke through so many different layers of trauma and, and mm-hmm. doubt of my personal being. And then the third one was like, wow, the, the my third experience with the, with the vaporized dose was was feeling like we are really one. We are one. Mm-hmm. The planet is one. We are all living creatures and species, all living on one, one, one thing. And I felt like I got blasted off into another planet and being <laughs> like, wow, we're so lucky to be here on Earth. Like, we're so fucking lucky. We're so lucky. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> And like all my loved ones were around me, like Liz was there and uh-huh. like our, like my family friends were there. We were just all like pure, pure spirits and pure beings. It was just, it was so beautiful yeah. crying and laughing. And, but yeah, it was a 40 minute trip and I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. Thank you, Gracie, for oh <laughs> introducing me to, to, to that. It was cosmic Bam. how that happened Thank too. you. That yeah. was, yeah. Um, wow. Um, uh, it, yeah. I mean, I love how you are so descriptive and vulnerable and honest about, um, your experience and that's a beautiful thing it's every experience everybody gets what they they need mm-hmm. and um exactly exactly it's not something yeah every experience is 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 perfect i've had now like over 25 friends that have done it yeah and and it's so i love hearing just all of yeah. everyone's unique experiences and the way that uh, their own unique way of expressing their experiences yeah. you know and so you yeah. can also have ego deaths with with psilocybin, right? Mm-hmm. With eating the right amount of that as well. Is there a difference? Sure. I mean, we. I love the topic of this of being inner shaman, right? Because mm-hmm. essentially, I mean, we can have ego death without any medicine. Without any medicine, you true. Because um, you were saying that you are now releasing DMT naturally. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about, oh, well, about that? So we're gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 been um, a journey, you know. So, five MEO is is so powerful, and 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 it's experience that will forever be anchored um, in in within my my being. But uh, it's also it the effects of it keep keeps on going if you stay con- connected because it's. You know, it's it's accessing a portal it, that is inside of us. Mm-hmm. It's so, and and yeah. that's what the, is so profound about the medicine. You have a realization. Oh my gosh, I, I'm so loved, right? I feel so loved, but I I am this love, right? And everyone else is this love, and um, you connect to this this profound oneness. And it and it's a sh- it's a bit of a shock to then come back mm-hmm. t- to this reality day-to-day reality yes where where not everybody is living from that right sort of 
open heart space. Mm-hmm. So so just like we go to the gym and, and work out, you know, was uh, in, I, I knew I was just like, I, I want to keep having this experience. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want this piece. I This is what, you know. Mm-hmm. This unlocked it, and this is now it's my, up to me to go to this, the spiritual gym. Yeah, you know, right. and I, so I, I made that a that, commitment. Gracie. Yeah, I love how you said that because yeah. I had this one visualization um, during my second vaporized dose, and it was just like multicolors and everything. So now, when I when you said that to me about tapping in, uh-huh. I, yeah, I feel that when I'm like in like. Early, maybe early in the morning and I go take some like mm. really deep breaths outside yeah, right, and right. I feel dizzy and yes. I tap into that visualization yes. I had and I was like, there yes. it is. There, there it is. is that. DMT is, is stored in, in your lungs. Right. So it releases yeah. in your lungs. So breathing, you know, any, any kind of like breath work, Wim Hof, um, that you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're releasing that through, through your lungs. And because, because DMT because also it, releases right when you're about to die. Right. Yes. That's it. Just yeah, I think only people that have actually died really know that. Right. I mean, I mean, it's right. But yes, this is what that's this is what the research, you know, because is it, is it um, supposed to take you out of like a like a painful moment? Is well, that I mean, what the it, purpose in my heart? You know, yeah, my soul tells me that. Right. That um, that, supposed to that, that, that the soul knows. Right. So before you're, you know, you're going to go. Why I just think why would my soul want me to to have a t- bad experience? I just I just envision myself leaving here like celebrating, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, it was very much like that with with having the five meo experience. You come yeah. back and you're like, oh my gosh, like death is is not an ending. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but you guys, it's not all like fairy tales and butterflies, like. I mean, it's just like taking any other type of drug. You, you get nervous. You don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I agree. You know, yes. like yeah, you're totally. getting you're getting stressed. Like you're having shortness of breath. Like regardless of like how we discuss it or or whatever you are, you know, you're you are your own person, and you mm-hmm. you know, five meo is in a. It's currently it's not legal in the U.S. It's it is illegal. Um, so mm-hmm. I I um, had that experience. You know, I I was yeah. terrified. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, and I did it four times and every time I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was terrified. It's terrifying. Um, yeah. Because it but, is terrifying. Yeah. You're, you're diving into the, into the unknown, mm-hmm. but it yes. is, you know, there's, it's comforting for sure. If you find the right facilitator yes. right. Um, and, and realize that, okay, you know, I feel like if you're not terrified, then there's a bit of a concern there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's a yeah. health, it's a healthy, terrified it's a, it's yeah. a healthy form it's it's, of, it's yeah. a healthy anxiety because yes you know our minds they're built to ha- give us that fight or flight and so yeah fear if for it, the worst if it knows that okay mind is about to die basically dissolve mm-hmm. melt away of course mind is gonna you know wreak some havoc mm-hmm. and try and hold on right that's just yeah yeah, the I think way you, it's I, built. I think you know too. You know, it's in, in your heart of hearts. You know when you're ready to do something like this. Your and, soul will tell you. Yeah, yeah, your soul will tell you, um, and also I think you'll know that you're prepared mentally as well because there is a mental yeah. part of being prepared for something like this. And it's not that we encourage for everyone to go and try these plant medicines. We, you know, we're just saying we're just giving you guys a different viewpoint and yeah, different different options for you guys to consider. Yeah, um, you know, this style of medicine is is. It is a healing modality for emotional trauma. You know, I think it's definitely 
for emotional trauma where other conventional methods might not work or pharmaceuticals, like mm-hmm. what Gracie mentioned about, you know, her Western medicine, not really kind of breaking right. through her trauma. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm reading, have you, have you read Michael Pollan's book, how to, tra- how to change your mind? No, I, I haven't, but I, I am aware of it. Yeah. yeah. So in that book is all about, you know, just psychedelics and yeah. how, and how, in the past, you know, in the 70s, they were testing with psilocybin and how, how it helps with depression. Even now, you know, in Seattle, they are they have decriminalized psilocybin and it's, you know, in, on the road to potentially being legalized because it does have so many be- benefits to helping people with depression and anxiety and just overall all those types of things. But there's so many good studies and, and scientific data in that book that just goes yeah. over all the different parts of all the different kinds of research that's been done since the 70s. And then it was kind of killed because because of the popularity of LSD mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and there was, you know, just, I think, a stigma around psychedelics for a time. But now it's finally 2020 and there's a, such a resurgence of psychedelic, you know, thought, thought and leaders. Yes, I think that's amazing. I think it's awesome. I think Michael Pollan really kind of, something shifted when that book came out, really yeah. changed the game. Because he's really well-respected. And coming from also a science base and from actual research and also personal experience. Because, you know, going, I've heard many, I haven't read the book, but I've heard a lot of his podcast interviews. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he didn't intend on actually trying them, which is, you know, pretty amazing. Right. He kind of just was dove in and said, okay, well, I'm going to also like, if I'm writing about this, I'm going to have my own personal experience yeah and they were pr- profound yeah yeah and, and all the and all the studies that he talks about that people had done different medicines and just the profound nature of of their experiences it's you know it's it, it, they compare it to meeting god yeah definitely i mean i can definitely attest to, uh you know with five meal and lsd and also you know mm-hmm. um having having these these sort of um when when the filters are off and we're just in pure presence, which is what these tools help us access, mm-hmm. right? Um, in that state, you you have this, you touch who you really are, mm-hmm. right? Pure love, mm-hmm. yes. And pure then love. You, you pure love. That's it. Pure consciousness, mm-hmm. right? And. And you don't have a choice, you know, like I, I, on 5MEO especially, it's so powerful. I, there, I, I couldn't not, I couldn't get my mind involved, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, and that that's what's the beauty of these tools. They take you right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it can be jarring, you know, so you have to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, but, I think but so. I think you, you I have think... to, you have to be ready for it. And, and so like, there's a lot of people start small and do the microdosing thing, you know, and mm. I did that a little bit and, uh, for a little bit. And mm-hmm. it is, um, I think it's a great microdosing is also a great tool. Micro, microdosing psilocybin. Um, so did the, did your experience with the 5-MeO and other plant medicines lead you to to let's say your project now with at the chips and just like the the rest of the way that you lead lead your life because I, I love Gracie because mm-hmm. she really does really live with love that's one hundred percent her vibe her feel and oh, you know sometimes you. you know we all get self conscious and sometimes with our friends we're afraid that they might judge us but one hundred percent it's like you feel just pure energy from Gracie never judgment so. I'd love oh, to know. So yeah. I'd love to know if like if that <laughs> making if, me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, love, 
You know what? Actually, I, I do, um, uh, you know, back to 5MEO, the, fir- the first journey was so profound. It was, it was, you know, mainly about, the focus was about that, like, embrace from the from from the universe from the divine that just like like as if i was just there was a blanket of love that was just wrapping i was wrapped in it you know and in that there was some i think healing trauma healing a lot of of just like of my own self-worth and, and you know um feeling like i didn't matter you know all of these conditionings right um and finally feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm seen. You know, I know who I, who I am, you know, what I am. Um, and, it, and then I did it again and something unlocked in that second, um, I'll never forget in that second mm-hmm. journey where it, it then wasn't about me. It, I was having experience, but it was about, wow, everyone is this love. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, oh, my goodness. Finally, it's like it was like something just like filter came off and I stood up and I just like looked at my friend. I was just, wow, I love you, (laughs) you know, but in this way that it was like I've never even, you know, it was just like I see you, Mm -hmm. you know, and. So I think... Ooh, I got chills listening to you. Yeah, you know, I I think when you have experience like that, you're just like, it doesn't matter who who you are, you know, it could be someone that I run in. It's just like at at the gas station, it's like, wow, like I see your soul, you know, I see who you are. And and, and to me, I, I don't, that's just such a, it's beyond even description. I feel like that's such an honor, yeah. you know, it's such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I so, understand. I, I I hear what you say now because when I before you know when you walk through society, you're like, okay, that person separated from me, and that person mm-hmm. separated from me. But like, I think after this, after the experience I had, it was more like when I look at even like a homeless person or someone asking for change on the train, you know, they're I think they're just like me. They're just right. like me. They have right. they have problems just like me. They have a brother and a sister just like right. me. Right. They know? were a baby so, at once just like me. Yeah. You know? They were separated, uh, you know. So I think that this kind of this medicine and just all these type of different psychedelics kind of really break yes. through the traumas and conditioning we Definitely. have as humans. You yeah, know? It, it melts away the separation consciousness. It melts away. You know, and but that's and then, yeah. you know, like a year later, I feel the yeah. the same conditioning kind of, of course. Re- yeah. re-energize back into my ego yeah, right, consciousness. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we have to st- make, make sure you check in with yourself and be aware of mm-hmm. these fucked of up course. conditionings we've been, totally, we've been with society. Totally. So and that, be very... You know, Checking with yourself, yeah. (laughs) It's so good that you're aware of that, though, you know, because I think that's part of the human experience is, uh, you know, we have this, okay, say we have a profound mystical experience, you know, whether it's 5MEO, whether it's a a meditation, you know, or whatever, whatever, you know, like, or, or, you know, skydiving, I mean, (laughs) you know, Um, it's, it's then the, the, it's really the the day to day and, and the, how, how do we, you know, moment by moment, mm-hmm. bring mindfulness and awareness into really essentially staying in our heart, mm-hmm. right? Because the moment mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like, I don't know if you notice, it's like, it's like, it's a journey from the mind to the heart to the heart to the mind, <laughs> you know? 
And so the condition is to live through the mind. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that, that's, is, is just. Well, that's how we understand right, things. Right. And the medicine, these medicines bring you really back to connecting with the heart and also connecting to the heart of others, mm-hmm. connecting to the heart of humanity. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, when we go inside and spend just a little bit of time, I always say you know, integration is so key if you want to like keep riding the energy and not feel like we have to go back to psychedelics over and over again, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. essentially, it's a tool that we is outside of us. Mm-hmm. It's an ex, it's a tool externally that we take to give us the experience of it all being inside, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. So yeah. really all of it, it's it, sure we take it, we take, it, you know, and it's, it's something external. It's, a, it's from a plant, it's nature, it's us to remind us that it is us inside of us. Right. So yes. then it comes a point where then we can, um, if we make the intention, you know, to bring the attention back in, intention to breathing attention Mm -hmm. back inside then we are doing the rewiring and coming back into Mm -hmm. alignment back in alignment back into alignment the bit the 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 question i've asked myself the most and you can ask yourself this this, i'm just making a suggestion Mm -hmm. thousands of times in a day is where's my attention Mm. where's my attention where's my attention where's my to the point where it's like you know, it's just in, it's just inside. You know, just yeah. to be, you know, bring it presence. Be present presence, of your attention. presence. Presence, right. presence taps you in to alignment to source energy. Yeah. Um, How else do you stay present? Because this is staying present is tapping back into that like mm-hmm. feeling. So how else do you stay present? Well, I I'm, I'm constantly asking me asking right. that question, and I come usually I generally because I've been doing this practice for so many years. Right. A breath brings me right back into presence, into infinite mm-hmm. space. Into the, and Does the screaming also help with that as oh, well? The scre- <laughs> well, the screaming is part of, um, yeah, so I mean, I've been screaming this whole year. <laughs> and by screaming, it's a, it's a, it's just, a primal it's, scream, you right. know, like I think this is what? just. What? I don't know about uh, the screaming. What yeah, is this the screaming? Yeah, this is just a phase in my journey. Yeah, tell us um, what screaming, what screaming is so, and how. So, okay, yeah, so. My meditation practice has, as you know, since 5MEO actually has evolved, you know. So I started, you know, doing the, the Vedic meditation with the mantras. And mm-hmm. and once uh, I, I ex- had my 5MEO experiences and then just sort of, um, I think part of it is just like letting go of, for my journey, rules and regulations, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I started to see that my mind is so kind. The mind was being so cunning. I could see it, you know, just, I don't know, just even in spirituality and my practices kind of having this like structure that wasn't necessarily positive. It was very like militant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, I felt this like fire inside that was just like, let's, let's just, Take take it moment every morning and say what 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 does what wants to express like you know but spend time with with myself and it doesn't have to necessarily be any certain type mm-hmm. of way. So as I was giving myself that permission from, uh, and honoring that, no sounds started coming out. I started having these mystical wow. experiences, mm-hmm. and similar to actually my five and meal because. 
in my personal five amino experience, there was a lot of releasing of energy that came out in through the voice, through expression of voice, Mm -hmm. laughing, crying, screaming. So then this started to happen, you know, in the time I would spend with myself, no medicine, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and so there was coming back to the trauma. I, there was so much really is, it was the energy of anger that was coming through me through my gut and through my throat chakra. And I mean, it was so piercing loud. I, I, I started to have to get into my car <laughs> and drive to a busy street just so I felt safe giving myself that container because it was so, this, these primal screams were just so, they were not even really, it was like coming through me, but not, it's not like I could do it right now on the spot for you, right? So it was, yeah. it was part of being in this meditative trance, but, and, and there was sort of a detachment, not detachment from reality, right? Mm-hmm. But a space where, because uh, where I was allowing it to flow, the energy to release, mm-hmm. and it was embodied. But there was at the same time, even though I knew it was the energy of anger and even grief, sadness that just wanted to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. There was peace. It was underlying peace. Yeah, um, that's, that's beautiful. I want to try that. <laughs> Yes, and I realized. Listen, like, as this, as this, as I'm going to share with you guys an idea. I yeah. want to. I want to. So it's been so impactful for me, you know, so much so, and I feel so much lighter that I realize, like, okay, we're allowed to laugh, you know, and 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 you know, have all these forms of expressions that are joyful, right? But just as we have that light, we have the we have the dark, you know, and so I was. Like I literally was like I could go to Griffith Park and scream, but that would seem like a crazy person. Right, because people are you know? like, "What's going on?" What's yeah, yeah, about? but, but yeah. It, like you know, really, all these emotions are neutral. Uh, feelings and emotions are are really neutral. Yeah. We just put a label on it as negative, you know, or whatever. You yeah. know, for me, for me, it was yeah. told screaming, being angry, that's negative. So don't. So just shut that down. So all of that is locked in. Yeah. It, but it's like when it came out, it mm-hmm. was like it's just still love. Really, it, if yeah. it's. Because it's where it, it's it's like the intention it's, behind it's it, all, right? It's all within all all of the colors of the spectrum of emotions are all within within love, is how I kind of imagine it in my head. You know, it's like oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for expressing that, Gracie. That's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, gorillas they like howl and scream. I mean, I don't think it's mm-hmm. anything negative. How do I say? It? Even as a child in school, you know, like mm-hmm. if if you say something, you you're riled up, or or you express, you know, it's a it's a condition to like feel kind of bad about it. So mm-hmm. some part of that energy, even if it gets expressed, isn't fully. Yeah. Well, even when expressed. kids are, when kids are yeah. overactive, it's like when your child's overactive, they need to calm down. Boys but can't cry, you know, or, yeah. or you know, and, and so all of this is pushed down. It, it just wants to come up. Mm-hmm. So as it bubbles up, it's gonna feel. Uh, if we want to label, it's going to feel shitty for sure, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But 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 it it, it um, if if we allow it and accept it, the faster we can process it and let it and 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 let it move. Mm-hmm. As if it doesn't, it's it's going to move at some point, right? 
you know, or get stored well, in taking the body. Back to my point, or get stored in the body. Yeah. Right. So my point was, yeah. I wanted to open. A, I want to open a place called Release Room, Whoa. <laughs> where people can go. Oh, well, you know, like and last, and and yeah. yeah, whatever they want. Like you know, it's a great idea. Scream, have oh, have yeah. some drum. I mean, you could put what you know, like, but 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 not like a vocal booth. But it's gonna be feeling. It's it has. It'll feel very healing. You know to. And it'll be soundproof, you know, yeah. and pots and pants, whatever, you know. Don't like, tell this on the podcast, box, Gracie. Uh, uh, Someone might take your idea. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Somebody might take that idea. No, I know, kidding. but I kind of want to share it with you guys, you know, like. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. And if someone takes that, I mean, it's the end. <laughs> I know. Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, there was like a place, there was a place last year that had opened and it was like a place where you'd go and break, break yeah, glasses. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And like totally. they would go and buy yeah. uh, plates and stuff like at thrift stores and then you'd go and break Epic. things and yeah. Punching and bag. Around here in LA. Punching bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so crazy. Okay. So circle back. Um, would you recommend plant medicine to friends and family? If so, um, what advice would you give them to possibly how they would take these type of psychedelics and or any tips you can give our audience? Um, I mean, it's changed my life so much. I, I definitely, uh, I recommend it. I think that the thing with these medicines is that I think dosage is important, figuring out the right dosage that works for you, right? Um, and that's yeah. what the facilitator And, and then comes also, in. yeah, whether, I mean, this it's just, especially with psilocybin, it, it, it can be, um, you kind of have to play around with it, at least for me, with, with, with even microdosing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, um, and also making, yeah, I think making sure that you are getting a reliable source, um, an experienced oh, practitioner, yeah. experienced practitioner, making sure that you are mentally, physically um, capable of getting of trying something like this, and um, you know, just a reminder that it is illegal to, in the United States. So, um, yes. yeah. if you want to take this, yes, and also 5-MeO DMT is um, sourced from two separate types of um, sources, which is a toad and also synthetically made. Liz, do you want to talk about it a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, and so the from the toad, you know, they. Back in ancient times when they were started doing this medicine, they would go and take take it from the toad and the toad would leave unharmed. But now, you know, it's whenever an animal is used for, for profit and because 5-MeO is gaining in popularity, it has become profitable. People don't really think about the animal in the, in like the, in the best sense. So let's say maybe they're not just taking it from the toad and then letting the toad hop away. It's now there's mafias that are now capturing the toads and keeping the toads hostage and... Animals are, are delicate subjects. You know, they don't always survive in any particular condition. They need very specific conditions. So the toads are dying and the population is declining due to the due to the growth of 5-MeO and popularity. So I think it's always important to make sure that you ask your facilitator, where is this coming from? Can you confirm that, you know, the toad hopped off? Like, can you confirm that this isn't a toad that was held captive? I think whenever an animal is used, it's always good to try to be super thorough and ask more questions and just really understand the implications of, of, of usage. Definitely. Yeah. And being like compassionate minded when, you know, when getting access to this type of ancient medicine, because it is psychedelics are going to is going to gain popularity and gain mainstream and viral very very soon in the next few years so just be prepared and be able to 
um, you know, think about the animal and how it's treated. Mm-hmm. There is a, a nonprofit um, maps.org and you can get a lot of information that directs you to a lot. They're very informative on the, the latest research and mm-hmm. they're pushing, you know, for the decriminalization of, of psilocybin and also um, uh, supporting MDMA work as well in, in, in uh, uh, clinically. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, I would, it's definitely a good place to yeah, these things have been start, around yeah. for forever. You know, it's like these are, like Laura said, ancient medicines. Even when I was in Colombia, I I found out that cocaine used to be used for for when people were having disagreements back in like you know in the mountains when people were having to to help them to aid them and speak and talking to each other. Wow! And wow. I was like, what? I was like, oh my god! I never knew that even cocaine had its own properties like that that they were using yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. time. Back in the time. Yeah, and with like mm-hmm. uh, um, like nausea and stuff right or the coca leaves oh yeah the coca leaves yeah, right because i was in colombia yeah. and had some coca leaves it was really expansive feeling mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's awesome well you guys know our our advice on that um gracie can you tell us about your new amazing chip company called atha chips yeah Oh wow! Because <laughs> all this, all this has led you to Atha and the you know, way that you live your life now. So. Yeah, right. You yeah. Hear a, fu- a funny fact is, is, is the packaging is very cosmic, and the packaging, hundred percent inspired by my five amino journey. Wow, yeah. so cool! Ooh. So yeah. even just by looking at the packaging, you yeah. can get a, a good yeah, you could get you get a taste of the medicine for sure. You get a hit <laughs> psychedelic, of it. You psychedelic <laughs> plant chips. <laughs> yeah, um, psychedelic yeah, I mean, plant so chips. We're all about the, it. Atha means now in Sanskrit, and um, it's uh, really all about love and vibes. It's our tag tagline. Yes, love it. <laughs> and we have and it's three... been five years you've been developing yeah, this. It, no? the, yeah, developing and just doing lots of R and D, um, and we've done so many sample runs and gone through so many different co packers. It's been a journey, but it's been a beautiful one. I wouldn't where I where I am now, how I feel, um, having had. Um, did our, you know, production production run two weeks ago? So amazing! And, yeah. So so new. Like we like we didn't even expect. We went in there thinking we're just gonna do R and D, and then it ended up coming out so great that we were like, all right, let's just bag it. You know, wow. so like wow. So like our site is now getting worked on. You know, and but and, the site will be at the yeah at, at the chips. And then you have like flavors too, right? What yeah, flavors so do you we have, have for the chips? <clears throat> Sour dream and onion. Um, barbecue blast off, um, skinny dip and sea salt, mm-hmm. just three flavors. And they're all and vegan. They're all gluten-free. vegan, gluten free, um, non GMO verified. The sea salt one is is as organic, is full organic. So it's, uh, the flour that we use, cassava flour, yeah. is organic from from um, Vietnam, and uh, it's a uh, yeah cassava based tortilla chip. Which is a root vegetable, um, so it's corn, corn free, grain free, and uh, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to share oh. it. Yeah, yeah, it really, really is tasty. <laughs> we love snacks. Everyone loves snacks. Everyone loves snacks. And where, what stores is it available right now in LA? So right now, it's um, at a. We have one store that I opened last week. Uh, that we opened. It's a juice shop. Cool. Yeah, on on Hillhurst. Awesome. And um, Earth Organic Juice Shop, and it's now we're just 
figuring out, I guess, um, distribution and um, talking to a few people, you know, that can That's awesome. help us with that. But uh, and we're doing a trade show, you know. Expo so. West? Expo West. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, we're, we're really just launching. Yeah. So awesome. I'm excited to share them at Ex- Expo West. Yeah. Because I know, you know, um, it's where a place, it's like a hub where you could just like share it with as many people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And if you guys don't know what Expo West is, it's um, it's a big food expo, but they also have lots of just natural products. It's all not, it's all natural, right? It's a natural yes, yeah. food expo over there in Anaheim it's massive and there's just food samples everywhere and buyers and this and marketing people and all kinds of people so it's a a great energy though right if you're into like natural foods Mm -hmm. and so um and so if people want to shop it if you guys ever want to support like a a female business entrepreneur you gotta check out at the chips at the chips.com at the chips.com yeah and and what if what if people want to connect with you on social media do you Oh, I do social media. I do. <laughs> yeah. So, so my I, my Instagram handle is Gracie Cakes. Yes. Perfect. Gracie Cakes, and it'll be in the bio. Um, and this has been such an amazing podcast so far. Is there anything else you, you, that you would like to share with our listeners, Gracie? Oh, I had so much fun. Nice. This is amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, awesome. You know, I just I, I think I think part of you know. Follow, follow, follow that, that, that little still small voice, I think. And, and also that um, you can never make a wrong decision. Keep it light. You know, I, mm-hmm. I know this, the spiritual journey can seem um, really serious and tense sometimes, mm-hmm. but. Um, no wrong yeah, decisions. No wrong decisions. You know, everything is, is, is. A learning experience. A learning experience. Everything is designed for, for your highest good. Nice. Perfect. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you have any other questions or anything, hit us up at Conscious Kitchen Podcast. Um, And thank you so much, Gracie, for all your time and words of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. (laughs) Love you, babe. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much. Tune in for the next one.